0: Hello, everyone. This is episode 730. I think it's 30. If it's not 30, too bad. You're just going to have to figure it out on your own or by just looking at the title of this episode. But I'm pretty sure it's episode 730. Anyway, I am, of course, your host, Marcus Nez, and this is the episode for what is it? Friday, July 24th, 2020. And this is where I say, I am your host. I always say the date and then I am your host, Marcus. anyway, this is definitely going to be a short episode because I don't have much to talk about in terms of what I've been playing, and I thought I was going to talk about the Xbox event a lot, assuming it was going to be really, really special and cool and awesome, but I left pretty underwhelmed. There are a few surprises that I am happy to see, that I was happy to see, that is, but overall, I was just like, eh. Okay, this is fine. And I'm just kind of sick of all the system wars bullshit and everything going on. I'm just, I'm tired of all these events and I just want these consoles to come out. I want people to just buy what console they want and to just shut the fuck up and enjoy what they choose to play on. Are you a PlayStation fan? Fine. Go play your PlayStation games and shut the fuck up. You like Xbox? Fine. Go play your Xbox games. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up everyone just shut up i'm sick of it i'm so sick of it just enjoy gaming who cares about the platform whatever that you're not the biggest fan of i don't play on my playstation but i do my best not to just shit on playstation all the time it's like oh yeah i say that a lot of playstation exclusives don't do much for me because they don't that's just me being honest but i'm not out here saying that playstation is garbage those games are garbage and Xbox destroys PlayStation, that's not true at all. If you look at the first-party output, PlayStation destroys Xbox. Even though, for me, I have preferred more Xbox games than PlayStation. I know that seems crazy to many, but my favorite exclusive from this generation is, without question, Ratchet & Clank. I love that game so much. The new Ratchet & Clank, which I can't remember the subtitle, that is the game I'm most looking forward to of all the exclusives that are announced. Well, I might be more excited for Hellblade, but yeah, I don't know, but, um, Resh and Clank is an amazing game, but God of War was good, but it, it didn't do that much for me. Spider-Man was a great Spider-Man game, but it didn't rewrite the book of Spider-Man It's just more Spider-Man. And Too many people were out there acting like it was some revelation that changed the formula and did things that no Spider-Man game has done before. But it was just the same shit. Oh, look, there's a car chase. Go stop it. You know what? I've done this in many games before. I don't know what all those pauses were for. But it's just like, okay, there's a mugging happening. There's a robbery in progress. Go stop it. Great. It's not like I've done this a million times before or anything. What uh, it, it was well made, well put together, but I just didn't care. Uh, at least, it, it, I think my expectations were too high given some of the hyperbole around it, and that—that's, I think, the problem with PlayStation in general is that there's too much hyperbole around their exclusives. They just so many people act like they're the best thing, and I'm—I'm I'm playing the Last of Us. Part One with my father, uh, I'm still continuing with that, and I fucking hate it. I hate that experience so much. The story is good and well told well, toad, toad. why do I keep saying toad told, told, come on, mark, it's told it's well told, and all that. There's some great moments, both in terms of just like gameplay situations and story moments. I just finished the bit with the the two brothers. And the way that whole story plays out is really well done. I think that's, for me, more powerful than the opening. But when I'm just playing the game, I fucking hate it. And I just want it to be over and done with now. I'm just, I'm so sick of playing the game and how shitty it feels. It's not a fun game to play. And it's not a not fun game to play because that is their intention. They want to make it this somewhat miserable experience and get you in the mood of the setting and everything is a not fun game to play because it just doesn't control that well and it doesn't feel good. The combat feels like shit. Even when you upgrade and take the weapon sway down a significant amount, it still just doesn't feel good as a game. And yeah, I just, I don't really like it. And then, you know, other exclusives this generation. Horizon. Horizon was solid. But it's not a game that I've really thought about since finishing it. And what else was there? I don't know. Until Dawn. That's a fun game. I like that. But when I look at the Xbox side, I adored Dead Rising 3. I I really like Rise Son of Rome, which I'm sure a lot of people will shit on me for that. But I think Rise Son of Rome one had a surprisingly great story. At least good story. It was, uh, it's a story that kept me engaged from start to finish. And the combat, while simple and repetitive, was always fun for me. And I still enjoy going back to it and just playing in the Colosseum mode or whatever it is. A, a horde mode, essentially. I think it's just a fun, satisfying game to play. And it still looks really, really good to this day. It's crazy how probably one of the best Xbox One games, or at least like what it's able to do on original hardware as well, is one of the launch games and maybe even dead rising 3 still i haven't played that in a while but with all the zombies on screen and everything that might be a decent looker as well still at least holding up uh especially when you compare it to like state of decay i'm I'm sure dead rising 3 looks better but yeah i'm just i can't i can't handle the internet anymore and how much toxicity is out there all over the place, from all fronts, and I'm just... I'm so tired of it. I want these consoles to come out. I want people to just play their games and enjoy their games and just... i Ideally, I just want to see both consoles sell pretty much the same, so that people can just shut up and not be like, oh, look at this. Look at these numbers. Look at that. And I just, just be quiet. Be quiet. It's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. Anyway, the Xbox event was... Fine. Halo Infinite looked like a good time in terms of gameplay, but it didn't look all that great visually, of course, which isn't surprising. It's been in development for five years. It is the epitome of a cross-gen game. It's the epitome of an Xbox One game that is just being ported to the Series X with enhancements. Anyone who's think, like, that's on, it's it's on Microsoft for acting like something like Halo Infinite, is going to be a showcase piece for the series. Like, the problem with Microsoft and their messaging is that it's clear that Game Pass is Xbox at this point. You know, they have how many subscriptions? They passed 10 million however long ago, and I'm sure there's even more, and that's their bread and butter. It's not about where you play, it's just that you are part of this ecosystem, and that's going to get people to play the... Another thing is that with consoles and all that stuff and people are just assuming that it just matters about exclusives. Exclusives, exclusives, exclusives. They're forgetting that there are so many people who just don't care about exclusives. That they just want to play a handful of games every year or they just are looking for the third part. Like, for somebody who's not dying to play the handful of Sony exclusives, the people who like look at God of War or look at The Last of Us and like, oh, That looks kind of miserable. I want something that's more fun. They can get an Xbox, and they'll be able to get a cheaper one, the Lockhart, assuming that's a thing that they do announce, and get Game Pass, and they could just enjoy a lot of games, and they can play them with a subscription. They don't have to buy any games, which is really appealing. And I know there are people who will just say, well, I mean, one, there are different collections of games on PC versus console, but there are people who will say, well, why do I need an Xbox console when I could just play these games on PC? You know, the, the, the first party games, almost all of them or all of them. Well, the argument against that is that a lot of people, they don't want to play games on PC. They want to play it on their TV, in their living room, wherever they want to play it on their TV. And you could say, well, just hook up your computer to your TV. Not, a lot of people don't want to do that. They just want it nice and simple. They just want to put a box, by their TV, plug that shit in, and just have it work. They don't want to also have to be concerned about, oh, do I have enough RAM? What setting should I have this at? They just want to have a system that is pre-built, that you put the game in, it knows how to run it, and that's it. I'm in that camp too. I don't want to fucking deal with computer bullshit. I don't want to play on my computer. I want to play on my TV. I can make that work because my whole setup is very close but at the same time I just I don't want to worry about okay should I put the anti aliasing blah 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 at 16 times or 8 times should I have shadows at high mean like I don't want to have to think about that to get it to run at the ideal frame rate or what I I just don't want to do it I just want to play my game and that's it and I'm invested in the Xbox ecosystem, so that's where I'm going. I love the Xbox controller. The Dual Sense might be a good controller, but I have... <sighs> I, I, I highly doubt it's going to be anywhere near as comfortable for me as the Xbox controller. Just The Xbox controller just feels right. Anyway, this is me rambling on way too long because I'm just like, okay, I don't have much to talk about, so what can I talk about? I'm just rambling bullshit. But the Xbox event, to continue with it. Halo looked cool. Of course, visually it's not like some stunner. And then after that, the, the thing that was really annoying, it was nice getting a decent amount of gameplay for Halo, but they they did not show anywhere near as much gameplay as I, as I was expecting. And then with games that have been announced for a while, they didn't show... Like, How the fuck did they not have any more of Hellblade to show? Nothing at all. They just had Hellblade and they showed some of the, the bits from the initial trailer that they showed at, what, the Game Awards? And then they were like, hey, we are happy to announce it's taking place in Iceland and you could go watch A Dev Diary on the YouTubes. It's like, okay, that's, that's cool. Fucking show me some more of the game. I'm so excited for the game and you're not showing me it. Show me something. And then the probably biggest surprise of the whole fucking thing, how is Forza Motorsport 8 early in development what has it been in development for two three years i don't know because they skipped last year so what forza horizon 4 came out in 2018 is that right yeah I, i think so and that means motorsport 7 came out in 2017 so what how is it early in development what the like my assumption, but I still think like we should have seen more than what we did get, is that Forza Motorsport, maybe not 8, is just going to be a new forever game that will just be expanded upon and updated and all that, and it's just going to be this hub game for the sim version of it. Because what, like, I look at these racing games, Gran Turismo 2, these, these sim ones, and I think, why do they need to have these iterations every few years? Just keep adding on to the game that's already come out. If you have visual improvements or whatever, like, just put in that new coat of paint and, you know, you can charge whatever for visual improvements if you want, but just you know, constantly add tracks, new cars, other types of things, keep events going on, like, just support it, and that's fun. Like, I want my racing games... In that sense, to be like an ecosystem. It makes more sense for Horizon to be something that you you keep getting new versions of because it's going to be taking place in a new setting. It's a completely different type of game. But with Motorsport, if you ask me, what, what's the difference between Forza Motorsport 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7? I, like, I fucking don't know. There's probably a new track here and there. Maybe some are taken out. Uh, there are new cars, of course, because new cars come out every year. Uh, anything else there's probably some community shit that's been added over the time you know with Forza Motorsport 5 they introduced driver avatars that 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 was the next gen thing that's is that the only thing that was really next gen uh, in Forza I like, I don't I don't know I don't know but uh I am shocked that that is not going to be a launch game and if it's early in development is it even going to come out in 2021 what the fuck is going on there it's fucking weird of course, they ended with Fable, which was nice, I guess, to get an actual confirmation that that game is being made and it's being made by the Horizon developers, but they showed nothing. So who knows how fucking far off that thing is. Then they showed us a trailer for State of K 3. All right, fine. You know, State of K 2 really didn't do shit for me. I should go back to it. Maybe that could be a future somewhat uh, of an attack the backlog game. And by somewhat, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I mean it would be an attack the backlog game. Because they they've updated it quite a bit, and I'm I'm I've heard it's uh a lot better now. But given how little Save Decay 2 did for me, I fucking don't care about Save Decay 3 at this point. The things that did excite me though, Everwild looks incredible, but I want to see some fucking gameplay. Show me some gosh darn gameplay of it. What you show me looks really cool, but I want to see it in action. And this is too much of the event, the conference, the whatever. There are things that look neat, but I'm like, well, what is the game actually? They, I guess it was already announced, but they showed a little bit. I think it was just like, here's environments from this game. And it was Stalker 2, which didn't know was in development but I'm I think it's a console launch exclusive I am super excited for that because I I never ended up finishing either of them but I really really like the stalker games it seems I uh, I guess you know it did no it does seem a little weird to call stalker two because there were already two games right there's stalker I think the first game was stalker call of papayette or something and then there was stalker clear sky Right. I don't think I don't think Clear Sky, and I could be getting all this wrong. I don't think it was an expansion or anything. I was I think it was a standalone game. So, I feel like it would just make more sense to call this Stalker something or other. Stalker. Keep on stalking. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'm excited for that. The maybe biggest surprise and, and game I'm most excited about now is the Crossfire X single player content, which we already knew was being made by Remedy. But after seeing the trailer they put together, man, I I mean, it could still be on the short side, but it looked way more significant than I was expecting. I thought it was just going to be a handful of missions or something, and maybe it still was just a handful of missions, but it looked way more interesting, way more fun I mean, I, it was always going to be fun because it's Remedy. But now I'm super excited for that. I'm curious what the the, the pricing... Star, like, that's a free-to-play multiplayer game, and I'm guessing you'll pay for the single-player content? Or I'm that could also just be something that's included with Game Pass, but I'm excited for that a whole bunch. And then what else was it? They showed more of the medium. Grounded is a game that... I'm excited to play and it's coming out in preview and early access. I think next week. I think the twenty eighth is when it comes out. So I'm excited for that. There was a new obsidian game, which is like, hey, you know, we we made our own Fallout game with the Outer Wilds or the Outer Worlds. And now we're making our own Elder Scrolls game. It took me a while to get there, which is called I don't know. I can't remember. It was fine. But, yeah. The gunk looked all right from the developers of the Steam World games. And, yeah, I don't know. There's probably some other shit that was announced or shown. Nothing from the initiative. No Perfect Dark, which I'm happy about. Ori's going to play the best it can play on Series X. They're excited to, uh, to talk about that. Yay, yay, yay. I guess I can play it then, but I have to play the first one first. And yeah, I don't know. It was an underwhelming event, and I'm just sick of events at this point. I fucking, I'm just, I'm so tired of it all. I want us move on anyway. Moving on myself, the two games I did play outside of Apex Legends, which I'm almost done with the season, and then I'm gonna take a break from it, like I do. I've played I've been playing this on and off for a while now and I just never really talked about it. World War Z. It's a third-person left for dead type of game and for whatever reason it just isn't clicking with me. I mean, in part the the shooting is a little bit loose. I don't I don't like it that much. But the actual levels and the way they're set up I don't really enjoy going through the areas. It's never that tense. It feels more action-y than, like, Left 4 Dead. Even though, I mean, Left 4 Dead is an action game, of course. You're, you're killing all of zombies. But I feel like, and it could be because of the first-person perspective and not be able to see all of your surroundings at all times and just rotate the camera to see, oh, what's what's around that door or anything? That the the tension is just isn't there but it's just yeah there's something about it that doesn't click with me and part of it is just the general feel of moving the character and, and shooting and all that but the levels themselves aren't they don't do that much for me and every time you get in these situations where these zombies like the big stick of it i guess or one of the shicks is how in the movie and i don't know if this is part of the book too cuz i don't know how different the book and the movie are but like when the zombies pile up and and are able to reach higher areas by piling up on each other that's kind of cool to look at but it's not i don't know it's just kind of like okay there's a blob of zombies uh, so i don't know it just it, it just hasn't grabbed me and it should grab me because it has something that, if this was in Left 4 Dead, holy shit, I Left 4 Dead would just be something I devoured more than I already did. But I really like the leveling system. So you're leveling up your class. You're earning currency that way. You're earning you're currency through completing levels. You're gaining XP for each individual weapon. There's just so much XP you're getting for so many different things. And I love all that about it. It's the one thing that makes me want to keep playing. It's like, okay, I'm not really enjoying this, but I'm getting shit out of it every time I finish a level. I'm getting all this XP. I'm getting XP here. Like, there are probably, when you finish a level, 12 different things that you have to skip. It's just like, okay, you've leveled up this. You've leveled up that. You got this. You got that. Oh, here's some currency for this. Oh, you, you've completed this. Here's some more shit. It's just like, oh, my God. I'm just getting so much stuff. Like it, it, it does reward you well for playing and completing a mission. It's just not as fun as I would like it to be when actually playing it. And that's, you know, kind of a problem. But um yeah. And the other game I played is Lunch Palooza, which is a Smash Brothers type game where you play as a piece of food, whether it be a burger, a piece of corn, a jello. Mold thing or or a some other stuff, there are a few other things you can unlock. Other ones, and you play on top of a table in different locations. You can play on an air hockey table, you can play on a like outdoor table, a kitchen table, and like a diner. And it's really not fun. I I, I talked about how you know World War Z is not as fun as I would like it to be. Lunch Palooza is not fun at all, it is a miserable horrible experience doesn't look all that great you basically have a regular attack you can grab shit on the tables which i still don't even understand how that works so it has four modes you have a free-for-all and a team mode and the the object of that is that you have i think five lives per person and you want to be the last one surviving with some lives left intact and You defeat enemies not by reducing the life bar, but like in Smash Brothers, by knocking them off the table. And then there's a King of Hill mode, which is all about being on this plate by yourself and scoring points that way. The first two, I think 100 is the winner, which is whatever. And then there's a mode that is like the free-for-all, but every time you die, you come back as a different piece of food. And each food has its own unique attack. So that's okay. And it's a little bit different in that it's time-based instead of life-based. So you have, I think it's three minutes and 30 seconds to not kill the most people, but to die the least. That's how you're scoring your points. So you get a point every time you die and you want to have the lowest points, the the fewest number of points by the time the, the clock hits zero. But it just, it just isn't any fun. And the, the probably biggest surprise, the frame rate, holy shit, I'm playing this on an Xbox One X and the frame rate, it seemed, may, I, it might've been isolated to the King of the Hill mode, but holy shit, it was awful. There were so many times when it would just lock up for a few seconds and then have to recover and get all that, that lost time back. And just what is, what is going on? This game does not look good. There's not that much going on screen. Why is this happening? It's a it's a pretty messy game and just mechanically it, it doesn't feel good. You have your basic attack and you can press it once to do like a I think a melee thing and then you hold it down to do more of a area of effect or a, a projectile type of attack. You can grab objects on the table and there are like these candy bars that are always falling on the tables. And I don't know how they work. You pick them up, you hold the button, and then you just spin it around, and you're just attacking anything that comes within your range. But I don't understand how that works. Am I? Do I just hold the button and it just spins on its own? Do I hold it and do I press one of the analog sticks to make it speed up faster or make it rotate in one direction or not? Like I didn't understand exactly what was going on with any of that. There are hockey pucks that you can pick up in the arcade level on the the air hockey table but i didn't know what the fuck i was supposed to do with them i picked them up but then when i let go of the pickup button he just drops it i just drop it and i like while holding the pickup button which is x and that the attack is b and trying to press both of those at the same time i'm like can i shoot it by pressing the attack button that did nothing I'm like what what is the point of picking up this fucking hockey puck i can't do anything with it can I? I don't know. A game fucking tell me if I could do anything with it. It was just... It was not fun at all. In retrospect, man, World War Z is a fucking amazing game. It's it's so much fun. I mean, compared to this, it's, it's the best game ever made. But uh, yeah, Lunchpalooza is a game that I wouldn't recommend to anyone. In part because the performance is shockingly bad. It, like, it may, may, again, may be isolated to King of the Hill mode. But... Even though even it being there at all is surprising and and really shitty, and it just isn't fun. You can play against AI, you can play against other people, but regardless of how you're playing it, you're not going to have a good time. There's so many other games of this ilk that are more enjoyable. So yeah, that's Lunchpalooza. and that's pretty much it. I already talked about Last of Us. I I just want it to be over with at this point. I. I'm so sick of it. And playing it with my dad, having him watch. It's just hearing some of the things he complains about. I think just like, he's just, it's not even complaining, just wanting to just, I don't know, talk about it or something. It's like, why don't these, why don't we ever see these characters sleeping? They're just always, they're always going around. I'm like, what, what do you want? You want to watch an hour of them just sleeping? Is that what you want to watch? Fucking, what is, what's wrong with you? He's just like, Oh, why don't they ever, why don't they do this or that? Oh, uh, oh my God, these, these characters just died. They were barely there. Why they bring them if they're just going to kill them right away? I'm like, it's a fucking like 12 hour game. What do you, what do you want this to be? What are you doing? He's driving me nuts. And it's just him trying to make conversation, I think. And it's just like, come on, don't, don't pile on me. I'm, I'm the one enduring this thing. You have no idea how bad this actually feels to play. I really hope the last of us part two feels significantly better, because I'm fucking. I am so done. I'm so done with this thing, and I am like halfway through. I just had a brotherly reunion. Gotta hope I'm more than halfway through. If I, I I'm at least halfway through, that definitely has to be the case, or else I'm gonna like blow my brains out. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again. I am your host, Markers Ness. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, Attack the Backlog, and amazingly Baca, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. And speaking of Attack the Backlog, I have been making progress. I finished the Moonlighter video. I finished the Moonlighter video. was a bit of a pain, but got it done. Feel good about it. And then the Resident Evil 3 video that I just wrapped up, that was a breeze, that one just was so easy to do and now I'm going to work on the Zelda one and then a way out and then I will be ready to move on to finally play something new for Attack the Backlog part of me is like so exhausted with so much of life in general I'm like, maybe I should change it to every month, nobody cares anyway but I don't know I, I still like it being two weeks anyway though that will do it. So, where was I? I already talked about the podcast, so of course, you can also check out the art I make on the site, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy, and if you fancy the site in general, and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. way As always, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.